0: Have you ever tried to set boundaries with a narcissist, but using a checklist? Like, these are the things that I need from you. These are the things that need to get done. Maybe you're at the place where you believe that if you gave them a, a checklist, if you told them what they need to do, then they'd actually do it. They just don't know what to do. So you need to give them a checklist. Like, you might be curious, like, why should I give a checklist or not give a checklist? How could that even be a bad thing? Like, I'm trying to help them. Well, today we're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about with dealing with narcissists, why it is a bad idea to actually give them a checklist. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor, I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. The founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-Day Clarity Challenge to be used to help you break the trauma bond, get out of the rumination, break the cycle that you've been stuck in for so many years, and get to the place where you can be healed, healthy, happy, and whole. You can look at that at claritychallenge.net to learn more about that. If you want to talk to me one-on-one, go to rawmotivations.com. We'd love to help you out there. Well, look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and six one since that matters and what do i even say other than hey (sighs) well that's why they're introducing an all new bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier starting the chat better and dating safer they've changed so you don't have to download the new bumble now when we're dealing with narcissists it's natural for you to want to find a solution Like, this is a person that you love. This is a person that you care about. This is a person that you're like, I really do feel like he cares about me or that he's a good person. I just want to be able to provide help. And a lot of times it will lead people to try to provide these solutions and strategic ideas to address the problems and the behaviors. The problem is when this actually happens, you end up becoming a further supply for the narcissist and it keeps on going over and over and over you think, if I give them a list of things, then they'll know how to do it. Then they'll know how to be able to fix it. So let's talk about some of the reasons why giving a narcissist a checklist is not recommended and talk through some of the behaviors that's actually happening. First thing we need to talk about, number one, is the game of manipulation. And if you don't know by now, but narcissists are masters at manipulating. Manipulating you and how you respond and how you act and all different pieces about it. Very, very good at manipulating your emotions. At manipulating you into isolation without saying no. At manipulating all the attention around them without saying, hey, look at me. They're masters at manipulators. and Thrive on control and thrive on power. One of the things I started learning in working in a team environment was how to start interacting with people to be able to get what I wanted. Because I realized if I just said, this is what I want, everybody would be pissed off at me. But if I made sure everybody else knew why that one person's idea was a bad idea and my idea was a better idea, I'd probably get my way. So there's a lot of different things that happen with manipulation. Now, what happens when you bring a checklist into the idea? Oftentimes, when you bring a checklist into the idea, it opens it up to a challenge or an opportunity. Now, what do I mean by that? With a challenge, I could be like, hey, this is a challenge that I just need to complete this and then everything's good. Like, I just need to knock out these things and then challenge accepted, challenge completed. I'm good to move forward with the version of life that I want to live with. Or it could be an opportunity, an opportunity to actually exploit it and take it to another level with the advantage. And what I mean by that is a nurse is going to end up using oftentimes a checklist as a weapon, as a way to be able to weaponize the things that you want in your life and turn it back around on you to make you feel bad. To make you feel like you're getting what you want. To make you feel in many different ways to end up twisting what they want. To twist what is happening and to manipulate you even further. We'll talk a little bit more about this, but I wanted to kind of lay the groundwork of understanding the manipulation piece is absolutely huge. That this happens with a checklist. You give a checklist, they're like, hmm, this is showing me exactly what this person wants. Now, think of it this way. Maybe... You've given this, given your partner, maybe you've given him a checklist, like, hey, these things are hurtful. Maybe you've said, hey, these things are my boundaries, which at this point, some of them might be more rules and regulations, not really boundaries. And instead of actually working on it, reflecting on their actions and working towards change, one of the pieces is they're gonna maybe twist the checklist. Like maybe you had this where you gave a checklist and you twisted it to make it seem like you're the one that's at fault, like you're the one that's controlling me. Like you're the one that's being oversensitive. You're the one that's exaggerating. You're the one that's taking this to a whole new level and switching it around, turning the table back on you to end up diverting your attention from the actual problem. We see this all the time in narcissistic relationships. Like I would want to make you look at something else to ignore the thing that was actually happening. I don't want you to be like, hey, look at this yellow book over here while everything else is going on over here. I'd want to be able to distract you. Okay, this is what happens in our situation to distract you of what's actually going on, which leads us to our second point. The second point is the illusion of compliance. Illusion of compliance. Now you see, narcissists are experts at playing the role. Like I was good at playing a role, appearing a certain way, acting a certain way, showing up a certain way. When presented with a checklist, I was able to even do that more effectively. Because now I know, now you've given me the script, the role that I need to play in order to do the things that I want to do. Like this happens over and over and over again, where narcissists will get to the place where they would temporarily comply with what you've actually scripted out, with what you've listed. Like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do? Okay, got it. And they're going to go through sometimes different things to manipulate your perception of them. had a a client that I was talking to the other day and got to the place where he was starting to modify his behavior. He was starting to look better. He was starting to act better. He was starting to treat her nice, all these things. And it looked good for a period of time then all of a sudden it snapped. When it snapped, one of the things that came out is he said this, I'm tired of doing life your way. Which showed her and proved to her in the moment that he'd been doing life her way and that's it. He hadn't actually had this consistency of wanting change for himself. He was just modifying life for her, but not real change. This is what happens when a narcissist puts on the facade of change, puts on a different version of reality, making you believe that they're actually addressing your concerns, making you believe that they're actually doing the things and the work required. However, this compliance is short-lived because it is just a checking the box is just something here of going through saying this is what i'm going to do in order to keep you and to keep control over the relationship i want you to think of this other concept too that it's not just about those first two pieces we talked about but think of it number three here is fueling narcissistic supply now what i mean about this is narcissists thrive on attention like negative or or good attention like it doesn't have to doesn't matter what it is you could scream at the person, I love you, or you could scream at the person, I hate you. Nurse is going to flip both of those. Oh my gosh, they love me. Oh my gosh, I'm a victim. But it's still about them. There's still attention. Okay? The attention, the validation. A lot of times we'll talk about as narcissists apply. We've got a couple videos on that. But giving them a checklist oftentimes reinforces their belief that they're still the center of attention. Like, you're going to a grown-ass man and saying, hey, this is how you respond as a nice human being. We have a problem. Like, there's an issue there. But what you're doing at the same time is you're making that person the center of attention. The center of your universe because you're guiding everything to that person of like, do this, fix this, work on this. You're giving this impression because you're showing them that their behavior is worth monitoring. Oftentimes, this will feed an ego. This will feed a sense of superiority. And it makes them less likely for them to actually genuinely reflect on their actions. Makes them less likely to actually make meaningful changes because they want that change. Think of it this way. You provide a checklist. Okay, so you sit down, you write down a checklist of here's my boundaries, here's the things. This is what a desire in a supportive friend, you might actually provide them with a sense of power over you. Now, what I mean by this is you might give them a list and they're like, oh, this is what they want. This is what I need to do to be able to get what I want to do. This is what I need to be able to modify in order to get the version of this person that I actually want. It might be an opportunity for them to be able to prove their worth, keep you engaged in this toxic dynamic cycle going back and back and forth, and use it as a way to get constant supply of attention and validation. Need to understand, we kind of sum it up here a little bit. You don't give a narcissist a checklist because when you do, they will go through and a lot of times check the boxes and go back to the same exact behavior beforehand. The problem is they're then weaponized with the checklist and they can look at you and say, don't you see the checklist? I checked it off. Now you're being unreasonable. And you're like, but you're not still, I checked it off. But you're still being abused. I checked it off. You'll see this happen over and over and over. Instead of focusing on relying on checklists, boundaries, looking like checklists, it's crucial to focus on understanding narcissistic behavior patterns to develop strategies to protect yourself and to be able to break free. Before I forget, if you need to break free, go to escapetoxicity.com. I'll close with an illustration. So I worked with a guy for a period of time, narcissist didn't claim to be a narcissist, then finally said he was a narcissist, later, months later, reverted back, said he was a narcissist, the wife and a narcissist, like a whole bunch of stuff, okay? And one of the things that happened in the relationship is a development of checklists. Now, based on my side, I don't know exactly where the checklist came from. There wasn't enough truth to be there to be known of what was actually happening. I don't know if she made the checklist, I don't know if he suggested the checklist, all these different things. Either way, it ended up being something that didn't have changed behavior, they had a knowledge of like, oh, I'm not supposed to do that. So I won't do that. But it didn't last. The relationship ended up completely continuing forward, ended up staying in the relationship because of religious reasons. And he ended up not leaving and ended up twisting around, finding a new therapist and saying it's the wife's fault. But you need to understand when we talk about this aspect of narcissism, it is freaking real. And the checklists that you come up with are not going to help you. If you need a checklist for your own mind, work on it for your own mind, but don't communicate it because you want that change to come from them, not for you to be putting a cookie cutter on that person saying, here, modify yourself for me. If they're not willing to grow for themselves, they're definitely not willing to grow for you. If you're ready to take the step and actually grow for you, reach out today. Go to rawmotivations.com. Schedule one-on-one. Let's sit down. Let's talk. Let's start to script out a path for your plan moving forward in healing, in developing you. But don't give a checklist to a toxic person that's going to weaponize it and use it against you.